I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. Morning, Coach. Uh, I wonder if you could assess uh, Jake Bentley's performance through these first two games. Uh, Jake Bentley is working very hard to improve every day, every every week. There's uh, plenty of improvement uh, that needs to be made. He did get better from week one to week two. We need to see substantial improvement from week two to week three. Hey, Coach, I just want to get your thoughts on Ty Jordan. He is obviously getting more carries. Uh, is he starting to separate himself from the other running backs? He is an explosive, dynamic young man, and uh, he deserves to get more touches, and that is the plan moving forward. Now that we're past Thanksgiving and there's no longer students on campus, do you and the other coaches kind of view the virus as maybe easier to deal with within your program now that campus is empty? Uh, no, no, it's a, it's a daily, it is a daily task, uh, with the players, with the staff in terms of testing and protocols and all the, all the logistics that we're working through and, and combating the virus, uh, the, the, the campus clearing out alleviates some of the potential exposures. Absolutely. But, uh, now's not the time to let our guard down. <laughs> Andy, just a quick follow-up. Um, at some point here, are you, are you optimistic that Covey can, can get healthier and, and maybe play a larger role within your offense? I, I am optimistic. I am uh, planning on, you know, that was a game-time decision. He didn't really practice at all or very, very little during the course of last week. And uh, the intention is that he will practice today and be uh, a key part of this game plan. Coach, throughout the first two weeks, Kyle Whittingham has talked about the O-line and them needing to step up. What have you seen from the O-line through the first two weeks? The, uh, the, the offensive line produced, produced excellent uh, or had excellent production in the run game. Last week, the pass protection continues to be an area of emphasis, but that's a, uh, there's some young players in that group that are getting better each day. And we are going to lean on that group and count on that group continue to improve 
because obviously it all starts to grow up a little faster. Yeah. Are you surprised with the number of turnovers that have happened? Is this something that uh, you saw in practice and camp, or is this something that surprised you? Uh, I'm disgusted with it. Not surprised. Disgusted. Uh, no, didn't didn't see it coming. We have been a very good ball security football team, and uh, and it is a constant point of emphasis with every player uh, on the offensive unit. But uh, obviously, we have to. We have to uh, do a much better job of taking care of the football. It's all about the ball. So we got to do a much better job, especially starting with the quarterback position. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent. It was senseless. And I will never understand it. I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.